to look deeply into one's heart of hearts is a responsibility like no other on earth. May we take this solitary journey and see if we can live radically differently on this beautiful earth, right in the center of this crumbling society which you and I have built. Perhaps in this marvelous inward expedition, every single barrier is destroyed and we will find ourselves walking together, ever inspired by Jiddu Krishnamurti, ever inspired by the book of oneself. In episode 14, we talk about when anger never existed. May we talk over together today what is it to end something? To end something so completely. irrevocably without ever going back ever may we talk over this subject I really hope that there is um, value in it that we see value in in something like this because apparently ending something psychologically of course to be able to end something completely probably is of utmost importance It is everything, really, perhaps. To be able to end something psychologically, not to start something. And I wonder if we see the difference between stopping something and starting something. Have, have you ever noticed the difference? Have you ever observed how we are living today? And how we always try to start something. Please, let's consider together this is not uh, an opinion, really. And this is not obviously a lecture. It, uh, one really hopes it will not be a lecture. It really depends on <clears throat> how you are listening. 
and acting. Because perhaps listening is acting. To listen is to act. I wonder if we have ever really watched our daily living so closely to see the subtle ways behind our behavior, our daily behavior. Nothing else. We're not really talking about supernatural phenomena, etc. But only daily, actual living, the basic interactions we have socially, the interpersonal, <clears throat> sorry, interpersonal, our interpersonal condition, meaning our personal conditions and what's happening within, this is really merely what we are referring to. Nothing really outside of that. And so one wonders if we have ever really watched it so closely to see how we are always trying to start something psychologically. How we are always trying to start being watchful, start being more meditative, start being more happy, start having a different attitude start a new habit right we always try to start a new habit a healthier habit a more productive habit more positive between brackets etc right even when we set out to stop a bad habit or a certain addiction perhaps even when we set out to do that, fundamentally, essentially, deeply, we are merely trying to start something new rather than go to the very root of our addiction, very root of our behavior, current behavior, current habit. We don't seem to do that. We don't seem to have the capacity to do that. But rather, we may say that I would like to stop a certain habit. We say it. Verbally, we do. But perhaps, actually, our action is entirely different, is entirely something different completely than our words that is why words 
are merely descriptions, labels. But what's much more significant, infinitely more significant, is what is actually taking place behind the word. When one says, I would like to stop a habit, have you ever really noticed and looked behind this word and seen how one is acting? Isn't it that we, when we set out to stop something, isn't it that we really essentially are attempting to start something new, to replace one habit with another, having being, sorry, unable to tackle or deal with a certain habit, uproot it, part ways with it, being unable to tackle this, perhaps at a very subtle level, we jump into something new, hoping that we change that we become something, something else, something different than what we are now. That is surely a form of starting something new. And so apparently, when one really watches one's own life, we're always stuck in starting new things. We seem to be fascinated and we seem to have that tendency even, natural tendency, to go towards starting something new, psychologically. And at the end of it all, what, what is there? What happens at the end of it all? Or what is taking place? Aren't we still stuck in the same routine, in the same circus? Isn't society still essentially in the same havoc, in the same havoc, in the same despair? Probably more. Aren't we ourselves more and more chaotic, confused, lost? Truthfully, honestly, isn't this where we are at the end of it all? I know we try to start something new here psychologically. Please, always we are talking psychologically now. We're always trying to start a certain habit to start a certain skill, to start a certain training, a psych certain psychological training. Isn't all learning essentially starting something new and being interested or fascinated with 
new knowledge, new information, with the hopes of replacing an older version or a less productive habit or an unhealthy habit. Isn't this our daily life? It seems we always seem to be moving in this groove, generation to generation, perhaps even century upon century. And at the end of it all, one really feels that there is no real parting away with the old. The old permeates the new. The old is much more powerful than the new. Because the new apparently is merely an escape from the old. No matter how fantastical the new might be, how promising, how positive, etc. At the end of it all, if one is really honest with oneself, it is very obvious that we're still where we are, fundamentally, psychologically. We are exactly where we are and probably even more confused than ever. More deceived. This is self-deceit. Nobody is doing this to us. Nobody. Not the stranger, not the politician, not our neighbor, not, the, not our partner, etc. Certainly not something, I don't know, uh, out of this world, something spiritual or related to a previous life or next life and all that rubbish. But really, we are doing this to ourselves. Self-deceit, this is self-deceit. We are always in self-deceit apparently. Because the brain, the mind, apparently has a lot of tricks, moves very quickly, and it requires a really sharp, sensitive mind to notice the ways of the brain. It requires a sensitive mind to be a light upon itself. We've heard it so many times by Krishnamurti. To be a light upon oneself. <clears throat> so. Is it possible to live completely, entirely differently? Is it possible to 
<clears throat> bring an end to the past completely without the past ever having to permeate the present and therefore the future this is a, a very significant question one feels it is absolutely undeniably possible to do that and perhaps to end something psychologically means how should one say this to end something psychologically means that something has never existed please listen to it listen to it in, in your own lives to end something psychologically <clears throat> deeply to end it so completely to uproot it entirely means that 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 something has never ever existed for one perhaps this is a confusing statement or perhaps <clears throat> it, it this is an exaggerated statement let's consider it together let us not say yes or no <clears throat> if one has parted ways parted ways sorry with anger if one has uprooted anger completely if there is a dying to anger real dying to anger has anger ever existed for one when there is death to anger if one has died to all anger has anger ever existed for one or one or upon dying to anger one will not have known anger any longer and so anger not only no longer exists currently but has never existed at all because there is 
total dying to anger which means anger is completely wiped out from one's consciousness please this is an outrageous statement it is so and so it must be handled with care not certainly not accepted but perhaps if one can also not rejected at first uh, at first contact but to consider it as part of one's life not something separate not as a mantra not as theory but to examine it to see if it's true if one is not able to see this in one's life that's okay perhaps it is not a starting point then perhaps this is not a starting point what is really important above all one feels is the starting point ladies and gentlemen where one starts seems to be infinitely more important than anything else because the start in itself is the end it is not that there is a start to something and then over a period of time gradually progressing towards an end no psychologically freedom psychologically is timeless is not of time at all is not within knowledge within the field of knowledge freedom psychological freedom is never in the field of knowledge field of time it is something completely different perhaps one used the word start maybe the, st the word the word start is a little bit confusing let us not use it then where one is is in itself carries in itself the radical transformation from where one is potentially if one can really look and examine for oneself that anything besides where one is is merely an idea is merely ideation is merely a process of mentation of thought and so it is utterly worthless don't accept don't settle for a a world of make believe please surely life is not make believe make believe sorry 
surely life living is in reality is not in ideation so please never settle for a world of make-believe question it end it if you can otherwise there's no real living so when there is death complete a complete dying to anger <clears throat> if it if it's at all possible to end so completely or to die so completely to anger then not only anger no no longer exists today and so in the future but also anger has never existed even in the past because there is no longer the past ladies and gentlemen to die to anger or to anything psychologically means to die to the past entirely means to part ways with everything related to the past that is dying that is that is the meaning of death dying to the past is living and therefore dying is living it is not different in fact they are one and the same beautiful movement if one can add death the phenomena that we run away from that we are educated either to accept as a concept as an idea in some sacred book or educated to not question it not talk about it avoid it uh, for probably educated that it is always a dark black miserable thing but perhaps that is not death at all perhaps the only death there is is psychological dying death right in the center of the brain now while one is living right now right this very moment perhaps only when there is death in this very moment can there be living so please perhaps we can which is very difficult probably to let go of everything one has learned been educated about with regards to death and dying
the the field of the known the field of thought which is the known knowledge knowledge being coming from the word known to know something to recognize something is to know something surely so the field of knowledge the field of the known the field of recognition of the word is a very is a most interesting phenomena is the most interesting world is the most interesting thing let us not go off in some you know fantastical world if we say the word uh, if we say uh, world but rather rather let's simplify it the knowledge is a very interesting thing and perhaps anger hate sorrow loneliness misery ambition happiness pleasure grief fear perhaps all of these psychological things are all within the field of the known perhaps all of these are part of knowledge are part of the known right this is what we know this is our education this is our consciousness we hate we are miserable we are lonely this is what we know this is we know it we know it very well we know what it feels right to be lonely we know what it feels to be angry all of these are feelings emotions sensations and we know them very well we've been living with them for centuries we instantly recognize them we know them we operate within them they operate on us we are them probably don't take my word for it but we are our own anger we are hate we are fear we are loneliness please one is moving fast but this is this requires very careful consideration so perhaps all of these psychological things are part of the field of the known our past is part of the field of the known surely memory is right at the center of this field isn't it knowledge knowledge is based on memory surely and everything that's in that experience etc 
Now, it's quite extraordinarily interesting that whether there is a field completely outside of the field of knowledge, completely different to it, It's quite fascinating, if we may talk a few minutes about it. That when there is an ending of anger, complete dying to anger, a complete dying to loneliness, that whether anger or loneliness or fear are still in the field of the known or have they been wiped out entirely from that field and if something is entirely wiped out from the field of, of the known then this means basically that one no longer knows anger no longer knows fear no longer knows misery <laughs> this is quite one most wonderful thing ladies and gentlemen to no longer know anger no longer know fear no longer know loneliness to forget it has ever existed completely please one is using the word forget very carefully not forget in the sense escape from fear escape from anger no surely that is a waste of time to escape from these psychological things is is merely child's play ladies and gentlemen because they are bound to come back in one form or the other surely they to escape or to suppress anger is merely a temporary, timely matter. Sooner or later, anger will show up in some way or form. It may even show up in a different feeling. This is how the mind, the brain, is so subtle, is so deceiving, if one can say. A feeling, when it's suppressed or escaped from, can actually show up in a different form, in a different emotion altogether. One can be angry at one point, suppress that anger, only to find, or probably not to even find, because that becomes a very subtle matter. Anger probably transforms into grief or into guilt. But that same movement that same underlying mental movement surely emotions are merely a mental movement of thought is still taking place is still the same is still happening is still moving and so society continues 
along the same groove, etc. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what sustains the misery around us. This is what sustains poverty in most of the world we live in. Nothing else. And only if there is real freedom from this field of the known, can there be a possibility to can there be a possibility for a different society altogether built on a different human being please don't say that this is a world of dreams this is not this is absolute reality so to If there is dying, complete dying from anger, from loneliness, from fear, then one has never known fear, never known anger. One has completely forgotten what anger is because the entire past, one's entire consciousness, the content of one's consciousness is totally wiped out. And then can there be non-violence? Only then, only then can there be bliss. For bliss to be, for non-violence to be, peace, joy, love, one must not know anger, one must not know jealousy, one must not know fear, if that is at all possible, and one really feels that this is what is needed. But to not know or no longer know anger or fear, etc., requires a very sensitive mind, a mind that has really looked, really observed the psychological world within oneself, if one can use the world within. As we mentioned, there probably is no division between the inner world and the outer world, but one is merely using the world within for convenience sake, for communication's sake. But please be very careful with that word, within and without. And perhaps only then, when the when the mind 
has completely forgotten about anger when the mind has no knowledge whatsoever about anger, about fear when the mind is no longer moving away from anger from fear into some other world, other idea when the mind no longer is fascinated with starting new things, new ideas, new habits perhaps only then can there be that complete dying from the entire field of the known and perhaps that in itself is the beginning of joy